0: This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Beth Nichols covers the game for Golf Week and GolfWeek.com. This week, Beth was in Pinehurst for the U.S. Adaptive Open, a USGA championship, the very first. It's a pleasure to welcome Beth Ann Nichols back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Beth Ann?
1: I'm splendid, John. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Splendid. Um, okay. I have spent the better part of this program this morning talking well, talking about the Open Championship, but with Peter Kessler and John Feinstein, LIV has come up. Greed has come up. You know, the talk of growing the game. But you've been in a very special environment this week in Pinehurst with very special golfers. Tell me a little bit about this experience.
1: Yes, this is why I'm splendid. <laughs> because you can't you can't come to the U.S. Adaptive Open and not walk away truly inspired. You know, I I mean it's I've, I've never seen anything like it. You also feel like you know you can't complain and shouldn't complain about anything when you see what these athletes have overcome to to get to this tournament and and there's. Ninety-six players in the inaugural field and ninety-six exceptional stories. It's, it's truly, it's truly amazing, and I and I hope that you know that somehow this the USGA finds a way to televise this and and really get it out there because I think so many people lives will be changed by watching this. Is it
0: is it always it's always going to be at Pinehurst at least for the foreseeable future, right?
1: Well, I, it's my understanding that the first two years will be here at number six so that they can get a – they didn't want to try to you know, do too much too soon by, by changing it the next year. Mm. So the first two years will be at number six. But then I think they are going to move it around the country. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Um, if you can, tell me, tell the listener, give me, give me a couple of the stories. If I said give me three people that you just will never forget, B.A., who comes to mind?
1: You know, I've I've never seen someone play out of a car. It's it's called the a seated player. And Randy Shack is an Army veteran who was involved in five different roadside bomb explosions. It was it was a gunner, and 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 as a result, was was in a wheelchair when he came back from Iraq, and and basically spent a decade. Housebound because he, he didn't want to go out in his wheelchair anywhere. And and he, he, at the VA, he saw a flyer for the PGA Hope Program, and he said he sat in his truck in the parking lot for half an hour trying to, you know, convince himself to get out <laughs> at the golf course and 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 give it a try. And it, and it changed his life. And now he's an ambassador for the PGA Hope Program. He he battled alcoholism for a long time, and and this you know, c- golf, the game completely changed his life. And he knows that it can do the same for so many other veterans who are struggling and, and, and watching how Randy hits the golf ball, you know, from this cart as, as well as it's called a solo rider that can, that can go on greens and into bunkers. You know, it, it's, it's just, it's just as, as, as another young man that I'll never forget, Luke Carroll 17 played alongside one of these, Uh, seated players. And, and he'd never seen it either. This was his first adaptive open at at, at 17. And, and he said it was just so inspiring to him to watch how he said, I've never played with anyone like me. And and to tell you a little bit about Luke's story when he was 10 years old, he was the quarterback on his football team. He was the pitcher on his baseball team. And on Saturday, he explained a back pain before an AAU basketball game and by Sunday, he was paralyzed from the waist down and, and had to learn how to walk again. And it's just this, this, this virus that that uh, caused inflammation on his spinal cord and, and, and changed his life forever. And, and he refused to stay in a wheelchair and, and is out here, you know, walking the golf course and, and now wants to play collegiately at Vanderbilt. That's his, that's his dream. And, you know, I just, just listening to him you know, talk about you know the the inspiration that he feels this week. You know, it's, you know your heart just wells. You have so much, uh, so much joy here. I've I've never been to anything like it.
0: We're talking with Beth Ann Nichols here on the Augusta Golf Show. Do you get a sense, BA? Have you asked um, how many of the participants played golf before? injuries because i'm sure these injuries have happened at various times throughout their lives and then how many Mm -hmm. discovered the game after being injured or hurt or what you know i
1: could i couldn't give you a breakdown on that but but i've talked to 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 both (laughs) you know there's there's definitely players that um this game you know they've said it gave them a second life and then you know there are other players uh like like ann haynes is the only player in this Ann Hayes is the only player in the seated category. It's female player in the seated category, and she'd taken up golf two years before uh, a terrible mi- mountain bike accident left her paralyzed from the waist down. And she got her solo rider, and and the next year she didn't. She was she was back out the next season. She didn't miss a year of golf. That was back in 2006, and she's been playing ever since. Uh, you know, so it, it definitely is. There, there's a variety, and there's there's quite a few players, you know, who who were born with impairment, and so it's it's, it's all they've ever known. Yeah. I think I think probably the most incredible thing for, for me was watching a player who's had 57 different surgeries on his leg, lost his leg from cancer, and plays on crutches, cannot wear a prosthetic, and. The balance, watching him swing on one leg—you know—he's a single-digit handicap. Hits the ball, you know, about two thirty, two forty. I mean, John, it's—it's. It's, I, I took a slow-mo video, and I've probably watched it a hundred times. You know, it's just—it's just remarkable. I mean, the the, the sheer athleticism. You're. you're you're just absolutely blown away, and and you think to yourself, "My goodness, there's just no excuse. <laughs> I have no excuse for anything." You know,
0: it does that to you. Any spectators?
1: Yes, I have. I have seen some spectators out here. Uh, you know, it, it, hopefully, as the word gets out more about this championship, will there there will be more in the coming years? I, I definitely think that you know there needs to be more. Um, awareness through television, as I said earlier, I think that would certainly help. But, you know, I've had I've had people email me that have just been following me on Twitter and, you know, watching the videos that I've been posting that that have, you know, children with with different impairments and disabilities. And and, you know, you know, just watching these players, you know, just on my Twitter feed has given them hope of of what their children can do in the future. And so uh, I just think that uh, just remarkable and there's a lot of talk about golf in the paralympics here that's what a lot of these players are hoping that uh, this is a huge step toward golf in the, in the paralympics
0: you have rightfully so been pointed out for your coverage you mentioned all of the tweets that you've been been sending up mike juan has said something what's the press what's the press contingent like
1: ah small yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just it, it's the week after the Open Championship. Obviously, you know, a lot of people coming back. It ends on a Wednesday. Uh, there's a women's major going on this week as well. There's just so much golf going on at the same time. You know, um, you know, the, finding finding a good spot on the calendar is important. But I do think that you know, playing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, was was definitely a huge a huge plus, and and you know, would obviously go a long way towards you know, having some sort of televised. I would love to see, like, live from here. I was just telling somebody this a few minutes ago, you know, having live from on the range. We could really get into some of the backstories of these players and and, and and watch their swing, you know, really up close in slow motion and talk to them. You know, I, I just think that uh, that would be a real winner.
0: I think you're right. From a competition standpoint, from a championship standpoint, is this – is everybody – playing equally i mean is this you i've seen a couple of handicaps posted how are they conducting the the championship is it just go out there and shoot the score
1: it, it is <laughs> uh, but, okay. but it but it's, it's highly unusual and that um you you're seeing men and women playing together of all, you know all different handicaps uh, all different ages different impairments playing from four different tees so you know, four different teen grounds that range from forty seven hundred yards to sixty five hundred yards. So you know, in a way, it's very much like you and I go out and play golf, where our foursome, you know, mm-hmm. it's usually you know, mixed foursome of men and women playing from different sets of tees. You know, it's it's in, in a way, it's, it's familiar like that to, to most of us, but. Obviously, very different for a USGA championships. So I think that's one of the, you know, the things that's so beautiful about this. You have an 80 year old in the field, and you have a 15 year old in the field. You know, and that that's just so so beautiful to watch. And you know, and as far as the quality of the field, you actually have 24 players who have handicaps better than scratch. So there there are some phenomenal players here, and I and I, I love the fact that. You know that they're they're getting you know exposure for for what they've worked so hard to do,
0: do you know your life will never be the same?
1: I do know that and and you know John, <laughs> when you get to the end of the of a championship, typically you're thinking about how excited you are to go home, <laughs> and I just didn't want this week to end and and that's that's never happened before. <laughs>
0: She is Bethann Nichols, covers the game for Golf Week and GolfWeek.com. I can't think of a better person to get the word out than what you've done this week. B.A., thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing this. I, I appreciate it.
1: Thank you.